Okay, welcome to another episode of Truly Rotten Potatoes, Australia's toughest, hardest podcast where we watch all the films on Wikipedia's list of 0% ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. We're not allowed to call our show Tomatoes anymore because there was some obviously legal complications there, so we're called Truly Rotten Potatoes. And I'm your host, Declan. I'm here with my co-host, Mitch and Hayden. And sitting in for Morgan, we've got stand-up comedian, TV personality, and also movie podcast host, Beck Charwood. Come in, Beck. How are you doing? Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you for putting down TV personality. Um, That's (laughs) only added to the list as of two weeks ago. So you guys have been all over it looking up the IMDb's. Thank you so much. Yeah, we keep the credits fresh on this show. (laughs) Diligent. Honoured to be here. So excited. Fuck yes. So, Beck, you're the host of a podcast called The Ladies guide to dude cinema and my understanding of that show is basically and i have listened to it so i'm not just making this up (laughs) but you you listen to the movies that like guys recommend that are like dude you you haven't seen this movie this tarantino movie or and and then you watch them as a female who's like never watched the movie before yes yes and you nailed the voice as well that's literally that's my dude voice beat for beat totally <laughs> perfect the impression of the dudes that we're talking about yeah every single week we pick a movie that someone in some shape or form has been made to feel guilty for not seeing and then we who know nothing about movies confidently review them in ways that people usually don't like (laughs) what have been like what what have been the movies that you've enjoyed so far oh um if any oh heaps we've we've actually enjoyed most of them i think that's why two years on we're still doing the (laughs) podcast like i think if like we Uh got to like 30 in a row that we didn't like we'd be like let's just do something else this sucks (laughs) because you guys would know watching a movie every single week for a podcast and then recording it takes up so so much fucking time it's crazy oh yeah it really does yeah Yeah, it really does so we've like like uh most of them are really good anything with keanu reeves usually bangs um oh i actually can show you on the wall of our studio here. Oh, yeah. It's like a Jesus picture of Keanu Reeves. Yes, holding a little dog. Um, So John Wick? Did you have to watch John Wick? Yeah. Yes, we did uh, the first three. Oh, no, because the fourth one's not out yet, is it? No. No, 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 it's coming. I think like... They're actually they're calling the fourth one John Wax. (laughs) Jesus. I think there's also a TV spinoff that they were doing as well, so... Um, they're expanding the universe, the John Wick universe. <laughs> uh, just like Marvel and DC. Good on them. <laughs> yeah. So obviously it's a bit of a change of pace. Like your podcast sounds honestly quite fun, pretty easy, but we've thrown you into the hot seat here and we've put you through the ringer. We've made you watch a film called Transylmania, yes. oh. which also when you watch the film, the title credit comes up and calls it College Vampires, which is a much better title. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. I had <laughs> to look awesome. up whether I was I got the wrong movie. Yeah. <laughs> also jarring credits as well at the start. What, oh like- yeah. Well I thought I thought they were going for like a Grease kind of yeah. thing. Was that the vibe? You know the intro? Have you seen seen Grease? Um, <laughs> it's all cartoon like caricatures of all the characters from Grease getting ready to go to school. I miss that and part uh, of Grease. Jesus. Yeah, no, Beatles. I don't remember that. That's the best really? song. Really? That's the oh, opening Grease is the Word It's the Grease is the Word song. Oh. Nah, fuck it. Oh, that's ringing a brief bell, but only vaguely. <laughs> I thought it was meant to be like a play on that. But yeah, you see all the characters in like cartoon version, but it was very crassly a- animated and very yeah. bad. So <laughs> like at its core, this movie is basically 
American Pie, but if the college they went to was in Romania, and there's a long, detailed like vampire mythology involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This was like it was exactly as a the only actor that I recognized was the guy from uh, American Pie. I was like that was he was surely put in there to sell this movie. They were like we got this guy, and they were like oh shit yes let's greenlight this awful nightmare <laughs> of a film. Who was that? Which one was from American Pie? Oh, I cannot remember his name. Was it Cliff? Was it yeah, was he yeah. like the real kind of douchey jockey like guy? Yes, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, he was a very minor black, character. Black-haired guy, right? Guy. He had like thinning hair. Yeah. Yeah, he was the guy who pretended to be a vampire hunter to get chicks. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 He was also in uh, like Cabin Fever up. as like a yes. piece of shit. Yeah, and we actually get to watch the remake of Cabin Fever that they made in 2016 using the same script as like the 2002 version. That's what, that's coming up later on the list, so that'll be fun. Fuck yes. Oh, jeez. What's Cabin Fever about? Uh, it's about uh, a biological weapon that gets leaked into a lake and then a bunch of teenagers whose skin starts falling off and then some of them get eaten by wolves. And uh, I remember watching that on TV when I was like 14. Yeah. So hype. It was Eli Roth's first movie. I don't know if you've watched any Eli Roth movies. Actually, I know that you watched Death Proof and Eli Roth is in the movie Death Proof. Oh, who does he play? We watched Death Proof recently. Who is he in Death Proof? He was one of the guys at the bar that was like, We've got to get these chicks drunk, man, and then they'll fuck us and stuff, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, that makes so much sense because yeah. Death Proof is an awful movie. <laughs> I hated that. What the fuck? I would probably Proof? hate Cabin Fever then. Yeah, for definitely. sure. Definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. Is that the one with, like, a very long scene in a bar to begin with for, like, 20 minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's the that's guy. That's all I've seen of that, and I liked those 20 minutes. <laughs> And then I came back two hours later and suddenly it had changed to the space one with a woman who has a gun for a leg. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That makes yeah. Sense. Planet Terror. Yeah, which is yeah. weird because that one comes first in the double feature. Well, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> that's, that's literally, that's definitely how it happened. Well, that's getting into some dude cinema, I guess. That, that just shows the difference. True. Yeah. Hey, can I quickly ask, Beck? did you ever watch, oh, I doubt it. Did you ever watch Hackers? Was that on the dude cinema list? <laughs> You gotta watch Hackers. It sounds yeah. familiar. Now it's gonna go on your Who's list. Who's in it? I feel like there's like a big A-list female actor in it. Uh, Angelina Jolie. Yes, that is on our list for sure. Oh, it's the best movie. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm doing it to you right yeah, now. You're the pod. into the trap. Oh, <laughs> so that's cool. the hardest part is we tell people about it and immediately it spurs yeah. like ideas to people's brains. So we're like, great. It, it seems to be a good idea in that case, but then we've just trapped ourselves in our own nightmare by making the yeah, podcast. Yeah. No, I know how you feel. I know how you feel. Yeah, as soon as I saw that picture of Keanu Reeves, my brain just started cycling through Keanu Reeves movies that you should have, you should see. But Father of the Bride. Father of- Thank you for holding off, Mitch. I appreciate it so much. I know that was really, really hard for you. It, I, I realized that that's, that's all of my personality. And I need to kind of rein that in a little bit, but there's only so much you can do. But you seem like you are like aware of that. Like, I don't think you're the dude that we're talking about because you have put that barrier down and you're aware. Like, it's the dudes that will like corner you at a party. And oh. they're like, nah, but I don't think you get yeah. that like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, it's violent towards women, but you have to remove yourself from that because it's more about the... <laughs> kill myself i mean yeah yeah i can't i i i'm both self-aware of that and 
exactly that. I'm, I'm the meta. <laughs> unable to stop yourself. I'm the meta piece of shit. Um, <laughs> now, I did want to ask, with, with the beginning of the movie, it opens up and we are getting taken through through the eyes of this guy talking to his, his pen pal girlfriend who's in Romania. Cyber girlfriend, right? They're, Cyber they're, girlfriend. They webcam each other and stuff. It's, yeah. He names like 10 different people and it happens so quickly. But I just, loved that. Yeah, I mean. I was, see, see the, the, what often happens with these films is the first 15, 20 minutes lull me into a false sense of security. And I'm <laughs> always on board for that opening yeah. act. Because it was, it was just like, no bullshitting, straight up like, here I am, I have a girlfriend in Romania, I tricked the school into sending some of us to Romania for like a field trip or like exchange program, and by the way, here are all my friends. Bang, here's the nerdy one. Bang, here's the stoner. Bang, here's the hot chick. And I was like, yes, yes, keep them coming, keep them coming. Um, and then, boy, did the um, wheels fall off shortly after that. Yeah. I was into that. I, I liked, I, I love, like... I felt like I was ready. I th thought I was being hand fed like the exact formula of like what a shitty teen movie should be. And then it really got confusing after that. Yeah. Don't forget that during this opening scene where he's like cyber chatting to his girlfriend on a early 2000s webcam, he ends up like slamming his, his dick in the webcam as well. Yeah. And so you're like, all Absolutely. right, yeah, it's very like Jim in American Pie. I'm sure he does similar things. Like, all right, I get the tone of this. Now they're going to Romania. We get a cartoon like montage of them traveling there to the Darkness's song. A la Greece. Uh, One Way Ticket to Hell and Back, which is uh, the first single from their second album of the same title. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, I, I, I really like that album. I made my mum buy it for me like while I was at school, like on the day it came out because I was a big Darkness boy back in the day. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't hear that sentence very often. I was a big Darkness boy back in the day. Yeah, Usually it sounds get, cooler like, if you haven't heard the band as well. Pop punk or like, like Fall Out Boy, all those kinds of bands be like, nah, darkness for me, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, and people picture that that's like really, I don't know, goth or something. But, you know, they were like a flamboyant kind of They were the guys that sung band. like, um, I believe in a thing called love. Glam rock band. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, great band. Oh, yeah, amazing. And a great way to open a movie like this is you put some darkness in the opening credits and I don't think I've ever seen that before. This might be the only movie that has a darkness <laughs> song in the opening credits. And okay, so what I'll say about this movie is that this movie came out 1 year after Twilight. So, <laughs> I don't understand that. When I see this movie, I'm thinking 2001. This movie came out in 2009. Was this the books though or the movies? When did the Wait, hold on. When when was Twilight? Are you saying that there is a book series for vampire school? <laughs> no. College vampires. It was a very popular Col so saga. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Cuz if it was like when the books came out, they I think would have been like mental check vampires about to get like popular as fuck and they were so they were ahead of the curve in that aspect well i so i worked at a at my first job was a theater and uh i remember the twilight premiere i worked that night and it was an insane thing and every and, and every movie around that time just started to be more centered around twilight i don't know i feel like there was like 50 twilight response movies this movie felt more like Leslie Neil. I don't know if anyone's seen this movie, but Leslie Nielsen did like a Dracula parody in the 90s. Nope. nope. That's a 
fucking piece of shit. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was this really hammy kind of. It didn't want to go full Naked Gun, kind of like uh, well. Uh, or, or like full parody movie it kind of half hearts it and makes it more of a euro trip yeah i think the problem is that it, it's very very plotty like we watch some movies that you can sum up in two sentences and they're just really slow and like barely anything happens this one's really hard to explain what happens because there's seven characters yeah there's a ton of vampire mythology and compared to american pie the plot is like we want to lose our virginities by prom night and there's four or five of us and you know you just follow those stories this is like trying to do that but also getting way too distracted with like there was an ancient box that sucked the soul of a vampire into it and stuff and it was just like unbelievable to watch but also they play with two two tropes very shakespearean actually (laughs) (laughs) there's like a guy who's come to uh, the main character of, of the movie. See, this is how hard it is to explain. The, the main character of the movie looks exactly like the vampire from back in time. So you've got two guys running around this castle. One is a vampire, one isn't. And then you've got this woman who's like possessed by the vampire's ex-wife, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. And she's switching between like being herself and being the vampire, and it creates a lot of confusion and hijinks, I would say. Look, that's not a, u- a word I use lightly, but I, <laughs> I do need to pull it out in this case, um, a- around the castle. And my wife came in and started watching it with me about halfway through the movie, and I'm like catching her up, all right, so this is what happened, this is what happened. And I'm like, so that guy's the vampire, and that guy's not the vampire. And she's like, no, Hayden, that's the vampire. And that's <laughs> it. And I'm like, what? What's going on? Well, I yeah, don't get it. The other thing they do is they have like a fancy dress party, so they dress the non-vampire guy up as a vampire, and all the vampires think he's a vampire. It's a masquerade oh, ball. That was yeah. so confusing to me because this is how I watched this film. So, because I had so much trouble trying to get it on my computer. Because um, I, I, every time I would like, I da- I'd watch it on the stream and then like the sound would cut out or it would like unsync with the footage. So then I downloaded it and then it would like play for 30 <laughs> seconds. Then the sound would just disappear. Then I'd press like play and start and it would come back and then it would disappear. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? So I eventually found out if I watch it on my phone. <laughs> It works fine. <laughs> so I was watching it on my phone, but at the hour mark, it just yeah. stopped. Just and there was the classic. That's a Dropbox classic for yeah. you. Yeah, we we know this trick. <laughs> yeah, uh, one hour on Dropbox, you have to have downloaded it. Yeah. Oh, and so then what I did is I just watched the last thirty minutes of this movie with no sound. Oh god. So as soon as like the two like vampire and non-vampire show up on the scene by the same actor, I was like, I ca- I do not know what the fuck is happening here. I'm, just and only- that's why we call this Australia's toughest podcast. It surely like, is. The right. only time where the it like hoops synced you have to up jump over. was when they were doing that like thing, like the slapsticky thing of like they're on either sides of a picture frame, but they look the same, so they uh, think yeah. it's a mirror. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 so if you didn't have hit, if you didn't have sound, you missed like one of the only kind of good gags of the film. Where the vampire walks away from the mirror. So, so, yeah, so the vampire's on one side. There's a fake frame. There's a frame and the guy who's not a vampire is on the other side. The vampire's making all these facial expressions. The other guy's trying to mimic him so that he believes it's a mirror. The vampire walks away and he goes, wait a minute, I don't have a reflection. And I'm like, <laughs> that's, that's kind of funny. Damn it, if only. Exactly. You would have laughed a little bit. 
And then being like, wait, stop. You're not meant to laugh. This isn't funny. I, I was down for this movie. I think I fell for the, the classic trick of this podcast where first 15, 20, I'm like, I, this can be cool. Even after the, the credits, the cartoon, when they finally got on a train in Europe and they had like the kind of nerdy guy reading a history book about the university and telling everyone the story of the vampires and everything. I was like, all right, that's enough set up. And now hopefully we get to like the college hijinks. But no, it goes so deep into just like vampire stuff where there's a vampire hunter and there's there's getting trapped in this music box is the whole thing. So this like blonde cheerleader girl gets her personality kind of taken over whenever the music box is open because her blood touched this ruby in there and stuff. It's just like, it's too much. I No one needs it is that too stuff. Much. It is too much. Especially for like a shitty teen movie <laughs> yeah. about ostensibly about having sex. Yeah. Like that's not <laughs> It's like get to the sex. Yeah. I think it was bold of them to try and mix the two genres. Like So true. Especially so true. in an Brave era either. of like scary movie and like epic movie and date movie and they were like um yeah but what if we just actually made a serious movie that wasn't actually parroting anything but it's all of the genres do you know what i mean and hollywood was like green lit <laughs> fuck yes <laughs> it's crazy that it yeah. was right green-lit. watching this made me be like okay maybe i can make a movie because to me i'm like that's you've got to have so much skill and the fact that like you guys have done so many episodes now of movies that i'm sure are equally as bad if not worse than this I'm like, I might try and write a film because I think it may possibly be better than this. I don't know. Well, let me let me warn you. You can on get that. to 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let me warn you on that. So, one thing I did look uh, on the wiki page about this movie was uh, down the bottom, it says there's a whole section called 2012 Lawsuit. And basically, <laughs> oh, the two, the two brothers. <laughs> The two brothers that directed this movie were sued by their financial backers for uh, like financial recovery. So I don't think it ended up well for them. Like I think they got all these people involved and then they sued them for like the money that they believed they were owed or whatever. Um, so I wouldn't recommend it. Long story short. Oh damn. That's such a creative, man. The number of times that I've been put into doing like a short film or something and they're like, we'll give you like $100. Then six months later, I'm like, hey, so sorry, just following up on this invoice. It's like, it's not happening. Yeah. It's not happening. <laughs> yeah. I will say that the writers of this movie did go on to uh, major success. Really? They are currently writing the sequel and wrote the original Sonic the Hedgehog film. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wait, is that the one with Jim Carrey go. or the one? <clears throat> yeah. That, yeah, oh. the, the one and the same. <gasps> Shit. See, Wait, was there two Sonic movies or did they release... What happened there? There's one live action one. I think they just announced yeah, the, the second, second one's one. being made now. Yeah. And and I don't know if... I've just read headlines and seen yeah. podcast titles. I never listened to any of them. Is it Idris Elba is playing Knuckles? Yeah. That's true, yeah. That's that's pretty sick. I, think, I like that. I think that. what Beck was talking about was that they put out they put up Sonic and he looked like a hideous freak. <laughs> yes, that's and everyone oh, broke see, down. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Is that the same movie they, or did they like just fix they, 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 it and then re it? That was the it? same one. Yeah. They just made him look <sighs> more like it. Sonic yeah. and people yeah. were okay. People calmed down. But they still let cats happen. Okay. <laughs> All right. You, you yeah. know, 
You you remember those Animorph books? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So to begin with, he looks like the halfway point between a <laughs> blue hedgehog and a person. Yeah. 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 He had like human yeah, like, teeth and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But that was just in the trailer, and then the backlash was so strong that like the director in the studio said, "We're gonna push the release." And we're just gonna like work our VFX guys to the bones to completely recast the the CGI version of Sonic in this. And look, a, a few suicides among VF- VFX <laughs> artists is fine as long as I get my day at the box office. Yeah, back at a popcorn, Sonic on the big screen. Love He's it. not fulfilling my childhood nostalgia. <laughs> Kill a couple of people. <laughs> don't. Don't fuck with Sonic fans. You'll you will <laughs> yeah, reap the consequences. Right. Yeah, any any other franchise would have got away with it, but people know like Sonic fans will will burn this place down. We need to fix this. They're rabid. I was gonna say, I mean, good for those writers though. Like, I guess the thing that was holding them back maybe in the film was it was too much about virginity. And now with that taken out because of the Sonic franchise, I mean, they've flourished. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. Well, have you not heard the second ones about Sonic losing his virginity? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to Knuckles. That's right. Oh my god! He's coming out of the closet. Maybe there was a uh, some executives at Sega who were like, you know what, that vampire movie they did was really bad, but the vampire mythology stuff was quite strong. I wonder how they'd go with the Sonic mythology. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, great. It's funny how this stuff happens. So, so just for the listener, I I, I don't know whether we've given a decent enough explanation. So I'm going to try and pipe through this, like. And that's a phrase, by the way. I'm going to pipe through this. Used up, all dude. over the place, all the time. I don't think it's used the way you use yep. it. It normally means something else. Yeah, exactly. There's a school in America. There's a college in America. A guy m- makes contact with a woman in Romania. They become pen pals slash online girlfriend slash boyfriend. He manages to trick his school into giving them like a free trip to Romania. A bunch of college students go to Romania to a university slash college, which is in a castle for some reason. On the way to that castle, they discover there's rich vampire-esque lore entrenched in that campus. They arrive at the campus. They all get set up. And one of the teachers happens to be a vampire slayer. She's convinced that there's going to be a vampire attack at the school. Meanwhile, also the Dean of Admissions is, let's say it, he's a little person, he's a very small man, um, and he, um, he's evil. Uh, his daughter turns out to be the girlfriend that the guy from the American college is going to meet, and I'll leave it there. I feel like that's around about where we're at. But uh, but you have to explain the vampire law. Like no, we don't. Have no, to. we don't. No, okay. I don't think people give it a shit. So good, you nailed it. Thank you. I didn't take much of it in, and I'm not repeating it. Yeah. <laughs> the only other key part is the guy and his Romanian girlfriend. She's very beautiful, but then when he meets her, uh, she has an unfortunate. I guess, spinal deformity. Yeah. She's a hunchback. Yeah. She has a massive bulge on her back. Like popping out. Some of the poorest prosthetic work I have ever seen in my (laughs) life. How do you fuck up a lump so badly? I'm sorry. (laughs) It's just a lump. Yeah. And it does take me back to the times, you know, just 10 years ago where you could have a major plot line in a movie that's just like, hey, this girl is beautiful, but she's uh, got like a disability, so... 
Like I'm really angry now that that I was ever in love with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. that, that hit me a bit fuck? hard. Yeah, I'm a four out of ten dude who's also a virgin, and I'm outraged. Yeah. And also, like, I can't let the guys find out she's got a lump on her back. Like, yeah, they'll make so fun embar- of me. Yeah, oh, which God. they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Absolutely, everyone's as bad as him. It made me yearn for the, the old way days. they do that in such like a cartoonish way of like she's like in the cafeteria and they're like. She's disgusting, but that's not enough. <laughs> yeah. All of them to be like, she's got a hump on her back. Yeah. Like, I knew there'd be something wrong with her. <laughs> You're a loser for falling in love with her. The other thing is, it's like that guy, he had a disability. He looked like a 33-year-old man who was in high school. <laughs> Everyone in this movie is well into their 30s yeah. and they're pretending to be college. I didn't understand why they didn't cast younger people in this movie. I think as they would have cast the guy, surely this is, okay, I have a theory about this. Surely they cast the guy from American Pie th- first, who's definitely in his 30s. And then they <laughs> right. cast people in their 20s and he was like, I'm insulted by this. How dare you? <laughs> so then they had to bring the, all of the ages up to meet him i like that you're hanging everything off that one character i, I think that's true i think it's fair <laughs> yeah uh, what the, the other thing is that like so the father slash dean of this woman who has a hunch on her back he in no uncertain terms threatens the american student to essentially kill him and slash torture him yeah uh because he, he talks he, he walks him into his torture chamber and says oh here's this guy that um uh this is the last guy that like stu- stood up my girlfriend on a uh, my 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 daughter, <laughs> daughter on a date, and he was like strapped up, like not fed for years, and so there's there's this idea that obviously he can't break up with this horrible monstrosity of a hunchback. Yeah, because which uh, is his, crazy because like I don't know if you've ever dated a been on the internet, but you'll find someone who is into it. Like you, you <laughs> could find this was in two, like two thousand and nine, I think, when the movies also set it's like the internet's around dude you Mm. could find Mm -hmm. at least 500 dudes in the state that you live in (laughs) willing to fuck your daughter (laughs) oh do you remember when they're at that like in the in the rec hall eating lunch or whatever and and everyone discovers that that she has this hunchback and they're like making fun of him for it and his response is he gets up and he's like I have an in on some of the orgies that are happening around this castle and none of you are invited. So think about that next time you're spanking your pud. Spank that pud, man. Spank your pud? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's such a, um abstract thing to be thinking about whilst you're spanking your pud as well. It's a, a lot to try and pull to mind. Yeah. No, I think we've all been there. We've all been like, yeah. while I'm doing this... I'm thinking about my friend who's off at those orgies. That's okay, what I'm thinking about. Oh, sorry. Back to the Dean before we move on. Can I say oh, the yeah. cruelest intro to a character of all time? We introduce him in his office, right? And he is playing a vinyl of what is clearly the music used to intro the Oompa Loompas, a Charlie in the fucking Chocolate Factory. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Like, it's I didn't, like... proper, like, fantastical elf music. And I'm like, this is so... Rude. This is rude. <laughs> that's what li- that's what little yeah. people listen to. Didn't she realize that? The music of their people, apparently. <laughs> that's right. I think that this movie also, <laughs> like a lot of movies of this list, employs uh, a lot of tactics, like a lot of gay jokes, a lot of uh, if this guy kissed a guy, and everyone, it just yeah. is horrible to yeah. him. Yeah, that's right. That was the whole thing. Yeah. 
and then and then that comes back in an even worse mm. way that's dated yeah yeah i think uh all of those jo- i was actually pretty pleasantly surprised that they didn't uh put in like a bunch of like horrible asian jokes the the uh, wang the asian character although the name's you know pretty kind of like the guy's name is fucking yeah. ben yeah no he he was actually a pretty good character i mean other than like they didn't they didn't take the easy big 40 years yeah old. he was like 40 but much sense though <laughs> So you had, yeah, so you had the pair that were like, oh, fuck, there's too much, man. I think they couldn't, literally time-wise, they couldn't fit in the racism. Like, they're like, yeah. <laughs> if we're going to wrap up all of these plots, we cannot harp on too much that his name is Wang, okay? That has to be cut from the script. Yeah, I think when, when you've got vampires, Frankenstein, and, uh, uh, like, weird music boxes. You can't fit in racism. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, got we have to cut the mandolin solo scene from the dance. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. It's not just that there are two characters that are, the, that are played by the same actor. It's also that there are actual twins in the movie. Yeah, I mean, it's actual just this, twins. It's so much shit to take in and to explain on this stupid podcast that i'm still doing for some reason (laughs) as mitch said it's not just vampires there's this whole subplot about like chopping people up and moving their limbs and like creating new people out of them and stuff like let's talk about why did that have to be so so there's there's a little bit of motivation there that the, the father of this deformed hunchback woman he kidnaps one of the two twins i guess it doesn't matter that they're twins he kidnaps a woman and cuts her head off for some reason, keeps that head alive. No need to do that because he knows that eventually after 48 hours it will die. But whatever. Keeps the head alive. And the intention is for that body that he's severed off the bottom of the head to be used and to replace his daughter's body so this daughter can be happy, have a nice, beautiful body, sans humpback and um, humpback. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What a hunchback. Yeah, we know how you saw her. <laughs> Finally um, have happiness. So so he's he's doing that whilst also there's some fucking uh, vampire plot that I don't know that we've really uncovered. And, and I'll just say that the woman that's been, that's had her head severed off is one of the broad smorgasbord of teen characters that have come from the States. Is that fair? Hold on. I, th- I, think, I think this is pretty succinct. You got your A plot with the guy and the... And the hump girl? No, actually, no. It's very complicated. Yeah, no. What are you Sorry. talking about? <laughs> there are seven Sorry. plots. You're insane, dude. I would re- recommend to anyone who's who cares about the plot of this movie, just go to Wikipedia and read the plot summary. You'll see how convoluted it is, how impossible to understand it is. Yeah. And then just move on with your life. You don't need to be curious about ever seeing this. <laughs> Sorry for getting down to semantics, guys. Every fucking plot line cross-pollinates in a way that you can't that's tell right. one part of the story without telling every single part of it. It's a fucking oh, I wasn't the fun movie. This movie is if you take out two characters, the plot becomes so much simpler. Mm, like, if you mm. took out those, like, two guys that were constantly getting high, <laughs> that's 20 minutes of plot. Yeah, gone. the comic relief. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. You gotta keep them in there. They <laughs> yeah. always smoke weed. A funny joke every time. Yeah, there had to be some levity. The rest of the film was so serious, so <laughs> <Yeah>. dark. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about movies like this is, like, is the vampire stuff meant to be scary or tense? Because the tone of the rest of it is just so goofy and, like, 
you know, teen comedy. Like, you can't really mix those two things together. What was funny about this movie, or my experience in watching it, is, um, like I say, my wife joined me about halfway through. We're both, like, ragging on the movie. We're talking about how it's shit. Um, she knows the podcast. She knows that it's always terrible. And then there's a scene where... <laughs> I don't know how it comes about, but one character's being held up by the other one. Man, a woman standing in front of a man. The man is in a cloak and he's being her arms and legs. Yeah. What was the... I didn't quite understand I, the entire point of that. I can't remember how it came about. But, but it, was like, it was like those dogs on Sesame Street. You know, the dogs are eating food. You, Declan's... Is that when they have the head? Is that when they have like... Yeah, was it, was yeah, it just yeah. a head? Yeah, just a dog head. No, because it was... Wait, hang on. Are you talking about Sesame Street or are you talking about... <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about... Yeah, we're talking about both. <laughs> no, because he didn't just have a head because she was like kicking him with her leg. No, 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 no. She she was just a head at that point. Yeah. Okay. Now, this is going to be very sure. confusing. Even for I Beck, know that. I don't and think there was no sound. Okay. No sound. <laughs> yeah. The point is there was no context for that, those parts. There was a a head in front of this guy's body, and he was doing all the body actions, and she was just the head doing all the talking, and my my wife was just losing it. She thought it was the funniest shit ever. <laughs> and I just turned to her. She's in tears. Like it's hilarious. Yeah, I got to be honest. My girlfriend, this was one of the ones where she kept going, it's not bad. Like, this one's actually not bad. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I will say pace-wise, that is something I really Ooh. enjoyed th- about this movie is that there was never something not happening. That's true. And I have awful ADHD. Ooh. So for me, I was like, I'm actually, I'm present in this. I'm not getting distracted by my phone. I'm not like Googling Ooh. shit in the corner. I'm like, I'm constantly just stimulated by this film. So they did absolutely nail that. That's they good. did have a lot of variation. It was entertaining. Yeah, they had a horse chase early on. They had a train ride. At the end, there's a sword fight on a bridge. I'm sorry. Before we move on from the horse chase. Okay. Can I say? Yeah. Yeah. The most embarrassing thing that I laughed at, like in hindsight, I'm like, I'm disappointed that I laughed at that. <laughs> was the dumb joke that every time they said the name of the school, the horse farted. <laughs> oh, God. People don't even call that comedy anymore. Yeah. But I loved it. <laughs> yeah. I did not. I got angrier and angrier with each iteration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of that uh, scene of Seinfeld where Kramer is like riding these horses and they keep mm, farting. Mm, mm. But this was like the characters realized if you say the name of the school that we're about to go to, It'll make the horses fart. And then they just keep doing it over and over again. So important. Brilliant. We're also Comedy like... Comedy genius. I, I remarked at one point that there was a nerd character, mm-hmm. but like he disappeared for like 40 minutes and then suddenly he was back. It's like, oh, that's right. There's a nerd. And I don't think he's like offered anything to this film so far. There's just a nerd. Well, I will say he, he comes in when he's trying to get with the headless girl and it's Wang in a robe. He tries to like put his hand up her skirt. I don't remember that. This was troubling. This scene because this is like Quite. this is like a cartoonish sexual assault. Oh yeah. Like, this is like I think how people who have no history or interest or like. I think before me too, how people imagine sexual assault, which is like you're at a party like full of people and everyone's around and there's just a girl in the corner and a man comes up and straight up just like grabs a pussy in the middle of the room in front of everybody. 
Yeah, he, he goes for I it. I don't remember this. Yeah. Good. Good for you. It was in there. Maybe because it it's su- such a normal stretch. occurrence, yeah. it just kind of passed me by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. No, but I don't. I don't remember. There was some big stuff that happened, like um, the the vampire lady hunter, the kind of Van Helsing woman. Oh, the vampire yeah. hunter. Of she course. She comes in with two swords, and they have a huge fight at that like ball, that like dinner party mm. ball, mm-hmm. and it ends up with the uh, with the hunchback lady like getting her arm ripped off. Yeah, that's remember? right. Because because all her limbs have been stitched together and actually that, that that was another good bit again i assume becky didn't hear it nope <laughs> tell me fill me in with the jokes oh, man. like you have to yeah it, it was a callback so when they first when when they first discovered you have to be there with sound on that's right to be. that's right <laughs> when they first discovered the body in like um the frankenstein lair or whatever yeah, it yeah. was all so like for some reason. Yeah, it's so nasty. It was it, just like oh, it made together, me like, actually feel sick. Like it really every time they went like more more sick than the horror movies we've watched. It was really really gross. Yeah. Anyway, so all her limbs were detached from the body. And firstly, again, my wife made a great comment like, "What? Why? Why are the limbs detached? <laughs> like they only needed to cut cut the head off. What? Why? Why have they taken all the limbs off individually and then sewn them back together?" That doesn't make sense, right? It's Frankenstein. But then it's for the callback later, specifically right. for that. They made us all throw up in our fucking <laughs> mouths for that one callback, and I really respect that. I really respect the commitment to comedy. <laughs> so yeah, so 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 all the limbs get uh, are sewn onto her, and like there's this um this slapstick moment where one of the stoners like gets the thread caught on his arm and he's spinning around the lab and it's slowly undoing all of her limbs and her limbs fall off one by one. And he makes the comment like, why did he only use one thread? Yeah. And that I was like, yeah, that's kind of funny. Anyway, after the fact, when she gets her arm pulled off at the ball, the father, the father of her says, why did her arm f- fall off? That's why I only used one thread, which <laughs> yeah. doesn't make any sense, but was funny. <laughs> uh, do you guys remember how it ended as well? Like once the kind of main story got wrapped up and they did that little like five minute kind of just like to tell where you are what are the they characters now? did. Yeah. yeah, where are they now? And so why this made it so beat for beat for like uh, American Pie or like any right. like teen movie. Yeah. You're like, there's no Ooh. need, guys. Honestly, I'm exhausted. I don't know if I can take in this much. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we haven't even talked about the character who's kind of like the plain white boring guy who's whose whole thing is that he's got a hot girlfriend, but he comes too fast. Right. And right. can never like quite get into it. I don't remember that part. I don't either. know if you describe this movie to me, I would not laugh at any of this. But I found it so <laughs> funny. I think lockdown has just driven me insane. I'm just like, even like the implication of comedy. I'm like, that's brilliant, yeah. man. That's so funny. Maybe you can just respect the effort. Like as a comedian, you're like, well, they're they're, ma- they're doing stuff. They're making jokes. They're trying. Yeah, they had a dream and they followed through with it and they created art. Yeah. And that's more than a lot of us can say. So, And that's the thing. We're just sitting here, you know, making fun of their work. But what are we that's creating? That's so true. What are we putting that's out That's such there? a good point. Yeah. I've barely finished a pitch for a web series <laughs> ever in my life. How dare I look down on these people? That's right. Yeah. So the, the guy who's kind of the jockey douchey guy from American Pie, who's yeah clearly in his... Uh, l- mid to late thirties at this point. The way he lives now, after the story's over, is he's written an autobiography called "The Greatest Vamp." 
Pierre Slayer ever by Clifford Clifton. That was his name, Cliff Clifton. And he's like bragging to these chicks at the school, you know, later on. He's just like, yeah, and then I saved the day and I killed all the vampires. Yeah, we just get this really kind of dumb montage about like every other character, the the stoner guy called Wang, the Asian guy. He He's like now a kind of plastic surgeon on a reality show, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Because he's the guy. He's the guy that yeah. sewed the body back like together. Like Doctor Oz style. It turned out yeah. he had a knack for plastic surgery. Yeah, who comes in? How what? Like who? Like that scene at the end. There's like this real wrestler-looking dude and his like yeah, so stripper. We, we assume he stays in Romania to have his own reality TV show about you know like a like a um, my embarrassing body or whatever those shows are where yeah yeah people come in and and what 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 is the gag there he's doing a consult and i remember that he like leans down while they're reading the pamphlets that he's given them about the plastic surgery and just like takes a hit from some pipe that's in like his bottom yeah. drawer he's he's one of he's one of the smokes weed funny every time well that was the other thing is that like the only way he was able to like pull the body back together and sew the woman's head back onto her body was because he was constantly hitting the pipe. And that was that was an ongoing yeah. jape. But remember what he does? So this woman comes in and a wrestler-looking scary boyfriend is like, we want to get her some breast yep. implants. And um, she flashes them in the middle of this consult and then like it cuts to he's done the surgery and she just has one giant boob that's again like a really bad prosthetic. <laughs> so like you can dumb. see the kind of... This is the stupidest thing. It's like, <laughs> I mean, if yeah. you've seen Doctor Death, you know that surgeons make mistakes oh, all true. the time. You right. know, yeah. it's probably statistical, and the bong had nothing to do with it. <laughs> is is Doc? Sorry, diverging. Um, is Doctor Death about that Australian doctor who we? No. no okay, never mind then. I won't no. watch it. <laughs> You'll only watch yeah. it. Yeah, shows about right. Australian. We need doctors. to keep filmmaking in Australia. <laughs> Keep our dollars here. Stop sending them overseas to the bloody Yanks. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, it's not like assisted suicide doctor. It's about just a guy. That's not what our Australian guy was. There was He's some dude here guy. who was just. There was. I remember there was a guy who was like nicknamed by like a current affair and stuff back in like I want to say mid nineties. Who was just like a fucking terrible surgeon and like. His work is it Kevorkian? So, Which one was Kevorkian? I don't know, um, but he, he his 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 work <laughs> ended up like resulted in the death of heaps of people in Australia, and oh, then he geez. moved back to his home country to escape. Well, this is basically the same. And he he was nicknamed Doctor Death. Yeah, I think any doctor who is responsible for killing people gets that nickname, right? And I'm imagining like a prison where there's like three or four surgeons that were just purposely maiming people and stuff. And they're all like, I am the real Dr. Death around here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dr. Death season two. Yeah. That's right. But Hayden, it is basically the same show. It's, just, it's, it's a similar thing. It's a plastic surgeon. Uh, he's a spinal surgeon. Oh, okay. And is he negligent or got a lust that's, for blood? That's like the whole show, really. It's a weird mix where you're like... It's a will he, won't he. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's points where they're just like... It does or he doesn't. Either eat. he's completely incompetent or he's doing it on purpose and he's like completely evil. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, it's good. Alec Baldwin and Christian Slater chase him around for years and years. Which one's Christian Slater? Googling him. He's the guy who sounds like he's doing a Jack Nicholson impression. 
and his face looks a bit like a Jack Nicholson. My daddy. You know, he's in True Romance. He's in Mr. Robot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, this week's episode is brought to you by Stan, streaming Australia's (laughs) favourite. Pretty symmetrical. Do you you have something on Stan, Beck? Were you in something on Stan, like the Lockdown Festival or something? Yes, the Lockdown Comedy Festival, which... um, don't, no need to watch that. You can give that one a miss. Um, oh, why? I mean, what? we do love a good just, Andy it's plug. It's not my favourite uh, representation of my comedy. Honoured to be a part of it, but the hard part was because they gave us because it was like the first lockdown, and we had to shoot everything ourselves. And I have no experience in right. sketches or shooting anything or writing anything for the screen whatsoever. So and. Like I essentially just kind of did stand up to camera in my house to no one, uh, and uh, it 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 didn't read the best. But and I have also stand up of all of those jokes available for free online. Uh, so don't waste your money, guys. <laughs> so how did that work? Did did you have to um like pitch them what you were going to do, or were they just like here's a camera, like film whatever you want for five minutes or something? So you had to pitch them the idea, and it was essentially it was like uh, stand up, but like you've got like add like a little bit of a flair to it to make it kind of interesting. So my idea was that I'm doing stand up, but I keep getting interrupted by all my housemates and my share house. Um, so yeah, but the thing is like, they were still like, cause I had it like really like quick base. Like I couldn't even get a joke out and they're like, no, no, no. Do at least like 30 seconds of jokes before you get interrupted. Uh, And it was just like, it was a weird pacing for it, but they, you pitch it to them. Uh, they showed up to your house with all this like super fancy camera equipment, like lapel mics and like a camera that was like, like as long as your arm with like the tripod and stuff and lighting rigs. And you had to try set it all up with like the director over zoom. And it was like, Oh, whoa. Very, very stressful. Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. I will say my housemate who was on there, I will not say her name, did a real sneaky and was like, to the guy who dropped off all of the equipment, who was like a professional cameraman. She's like, <laughs> I just don't know how to use it. It's just so hard. And she may have coerced him slightly to come into our house and set everything up for her. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) What a hero. A bit of gossip for you guys. That's what we're all here for. And so while we're on the whole Stan thing, Mm. I'd like to pivot a little bit. What's your take on Afghanistan? Yeah. Should we have pulled out? Good or bad? I say, you know. (laughs) Nice. Okay. I think that's all you can say at a time like this. <laughs> that's true. Uh, we, we were really hoping for a tight fire, <laughs> if you can just rip something for hey, us. Hey, and if you can't, look, I'll get political. I think they should just shut up and stop whinging, you know what I mean? Jesus Christ. God that's just, just how it, I feel. Man. I don't know which side you're talking about. Oh, look, then. either. They're, they're both as bad as each other. This podcast really takes a turn in the third quarter. Yeah. Damn. We we like to get this a little... This is li- why they call it Australia's I'm a very podcast. opinionated man, <laughs> yeah. you know? You think you're safe. You think we're just talking movies, but then we're like, hot button political issues. Right? I was like, this is just some silly boys watching a silly movie. And I'm like, damn, I wish I had looked at the news at all this week. Fuck. (laughs) I just just want to go on the record to say that I stan the Taliban. (laughs) God God, damn it. I'm speaking my truth. Oh my goodness. Stop trying to silence him. Stop trying to censor him. 
Okay. I really need to pee. What happens next? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, that's where this is coming from. That oh, yeah, I so thought much. I could put a fucking wedge in this podcast. And, no, oh, it's like okay. the animosity. So My goodness. <laughs> it was so charming at the start. <laughs> is how he reels you in. That's right. False sense of security. Um, so there's a big breakdown, and vampires are. Um, <laughs> It's the whole crusty thing of like, who's the real crusty, right? Oh, like, there's one vampire. Yeah, there is, and there's well, also his name is Rusty. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> there's also another joke that's a direct ripoff of The Simpsons, which is like, uh, you know, when Homer is building a barbecue and he's like holds up the pamphlet and he's like, "That's one fine looking barbecue. Why doesn't mine look like that?" And then he pulls mm. the pamphlet down. You see, they do the same thing when they get to the school. They like hold up a pamphlet and they're like, "This oh, place yeah. looks beautiful. Why doesn't the real one look like yeah. that?" Yeah. Cool. How dare they? That's good. Thank, thank you for pro- prolonging this. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. I'm getting a bit cheeky. I'm on beer number three. So. Go and go and piss, mate. Come back. Oh, I'll do that. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, do that. Do that. Calm, go. Calm down. Think now about how you're behaving on this podcast right now, young man. Now he's gone. I can be honest. And I can say, Hayden, I was I was at the end of montage, Hayden. You were the one who wanted to keep going back to where they got there. I was happy to wrap it up. But I do want to have a new thing. Like usually at the end, we we get the guests to, you know, plug what they're doing or promote the shows that they can no longer do because it's all lockdown. Um, but I think from now on, we're going to do like promote something you want people to see. And then what's something you've put out there that you don't want people to look at? <laughs> you're not quite happy with <laughs> Oh, God. No, I mean, it's not that I don't want people to see it. I mean, oh, gosh. Someone's going to send this to the guys that stand and they'll be like, we're never getting her back on if that's how she behaves. <laughs> no, it's it's just like you you know you could have done a bit better or something, right? That's the tone. Yeah, yeah. it's oh no fault of theirs. Entirely my own. Yeah, absolutely. Don't worry. No one from Stan is listening to this show. <laughs> it's ungoogleable. Yeah. It's... Uh, Ever since we had to change the name, we're off the grid. Oh, no. This is pirate radio. That's why you got the freedom to say whatever you want, baby. Yeah, and that's why we talk Afghanistan as much as possible. (laughs) Each episode, we've just been covering the conflict. We've been following it for two decades. I am now trying to think. Is there anything we missed? Beck, can you think of anything? There's tons of stuff we missed, but who cares? Like, yeah. I don't, we don't need anything that. worth There's it. There's multiple characters we haven't mentioned. I don't think we could address everything that happens in the movie without talking for like two hours ad nauseum. I think we've really covered it. I, my two favorite characters though, overall were the couple of the guy who cannot last in the bedroom and the girl who's obsessed with sex i'm like that's never not funny it's never not funny everyone it was a solid bit it was probably yeah it's probably the best bit to go with i i I did i did like the stoner guys i did like that they kept on uh, getting into hijinks but uh that scene where where the woman falls apart really made me feel sick it like that that took up a few points it was really nasty and also so unnecessary plot wise like it really no matter how which way you spun it like there was no reason to cut her up none at all no speaking of things that like were kind of over the top at the end of the movie in that montage it shows the female vampire hunter and she has now got like a reality show kind of like cops like she's a cop and she gets followed around with cameras and she basically like goes into um one of those mobile home like caravan things and just like holds a gun up at some 
hillbilly that's sitting on the couch and then just like starts shooting him for no reason well she suspects that he's a um vampire werewolf werewolf sorry my no no no. she thought he was a werewolf she's werewolf hunting in america i thought uh, it just made me sad as a a premise that's a funny bit but it wasn't it didn't elicit any giggles (laughs) i think it was actually raising awareness about gun violence with cops and that you know You should have psych evaluations before you allow people into law enforcement. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, don't get Romanian vampire hunters on the on the force. Also, we also get the the kind of main guy and his Romanian girlfriend, um, the beautiful one with the hunchback. They get together, they have a baby, and we see the baby at the end. And the baby has the similar I guess the haircut, which is like two spikes in the middle of the hair, and a goatee, which is what the uh, little person father of the Romanian girl, the Dean of Admissions, had as well. So they have a baby and it looks like him. That's right. Wait, are they implying that she fucked her dad? Is that the is that the <laughs> closing was, joke that of this movie? That is 100% what I thought, no. I thought exactly no. that. No, really? Oh, no. Because, no. okay, that changes my I thought it was just a entirely. genetics thing. Yeah, I thought it was a genetics well, thing. Well, okay, I, don't, I think maybe just like, maybe just like a, a hereditary gene. Yeah. But it did make me think, like, well, why the fuck does he look like that? Is it is it an incest baby? Well, that's anyway, Mitch, not nice. That's because you have a long-standing history of assuming any female in a movie wants to fuck their dad. Yeah, I did read Freud, and I've I've pretty much got uh, movie analysis down pat now. I mean, he 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 wrote it. I did it. <laughs> hey, uh, what what would Freud Mayweather sound like? I want I want to I want to punch my mother. Is that how it works? No, kick that, my that. dad. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a fight in my life. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> oh, one, one, one more scene that I did like was when the guy who's pretending to be a vampire hunter to get chicks shoots himself in the leg with a crossbow and then, what's his name? Uh, Rusty shows up and he's accidentally taken, what, ketamine meth and oh, whatever God. he's taking a bunch of shit forgot about this and he shows up and he pulls out the arrow and then blood starts spurting everywhere and he's like no put it back in but he puts it in the other leg <laughs> and then the vampire hunter lady because he looks like a vampire he looks like the main vampire guy thinks that a vampire man it is it's fucking hard, hard to explain, to explain <laughs> this movie oh my god she thinks he's being tortured by a vampire so she shoots him with garlic darts. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, I'm gonna stop. Yeah. I'm gonna stop. No, you you did so well. Yeah, you, did so, you tried so hard, Mitch. You did really just, good. Okay. I just want to do a good job, but... sweetie. You're doing fantastic. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Okay. <laughs> Mitch, Thanks. you're keeping the whole thing together. I'm not keeping myself together. I can go on about like the Taliban a little longer if you like. <laughs> but, all right, let's let's take <laughs> us home. Let's get around to some ratings. Um, um, yeah, let's do it. So, so Beck, we, we usually end this by uh, giving it a score out of 10. Uh, obviously, we, we've been through the ringer. So our brains <laughs> aren't, aren't really uh, going to rate this the same way as yours. So we, uh, I think we should start with you. What did you think of the movie and uh, what, what was your rating? Okay. Um, 
Thank you so much for asking. Um, originally, I really loved watching this movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed how shitty it was, but how confident it was in its shitness. Oh. Um, but then I would have given it. I would have given it like uh, an eight out of ten on the like shit but great <laughs> movie scale. Okay, that's yeah. really high. I'm aware. I'm aware. But with this new added piece of information that there was an incest baby at the end. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, also Which also well, had a humpback. We got to mention the baby had a humpback. That was like the funny reveal. I Yes. But also didn't Child she still deformity. have the other lady's body? So she had the other lady's eggs in her. So either the dad oh. is also like it's incest and necrophilia. Oh. So for me. Yeah. Yes, that's right. As a woman, I know about the reproductive. <laughs> <That's so cool. laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I always said one. that's one of your Bringing finest some assets. science to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um. So on that note, it takes off a whole. Uh, I'm going to say five points, and I'm giving it a three out of ten. Yeah, a fair score. A fair score. <laughs> I, I, that's so sad that it was like traveling so well until that last few seconds and dropped five points. Yes, a real drop up. That's what I'm hoping happens with Sydney's COVID cases. Just so we wake up yeah. tomorrow and we're like, ah, oh, it's fixed. It's all gone. Where did it yeah. go? And Gladys just comes out. She's like, just kidding. <laughs> Is there a thing about like a social bubble, like an intimacy bubble? You can have like one house you can go to and it can be your own dad. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, I never thought about that. That's generally someone's single bubble uh, is with their parents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nasty. Yeah, so true. Great point. And you can think about that when you're spanking your pub. <laughs> <laughs> Declan. <laughs> what do you guys rate the movie? I want to know your thoughts. All right. I'm going to say it was like a Euro trip. So I was, I was having fun. I was paying attention to every scene. I know why people hated it and that that's always a good thing in these movies. You're like, ah, oh, I'm not crazy. This is a fucking, it's a piece of shit, but at least it's <laughs> likable enough. And it's got enough things happening that uh, I, I don't know. I think for me, Mitch, what? <laughs> I'm picturing you just like naively sitting there being like, oh, I, I can see why people hate this. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, it's it's rough when I think my brain is broken when I'm like, this is fucking sick. Why don't people like derailed, man? Dude, derailed was good. Derailed, yeah, derailed being a movie. We should, let's, can, can we watch that again and do another podcast on it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beck, you want to see Derailed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, baby. That's some dude cinema for you right there. That's John Claude Van Damme. It is. You should. T- you need dude, to watch. You haven't derailed. seen it. It's dude, sick. you need to watch Derailed. There's like layers to it. There's smallpox on a train. It's sick. <laughs> so with that, uh, I think it lost a point for me every time it, it said like a like a joke that was a little bit dated. But still, I mean, it didn't lose that many points. I, I, I'm going to give this one like a four point two. Cause it's not, it's not the worst. It had, it, you know what? I'm gonna give it a four point five. <laughs> Don't you mean a four point two zero, bro? Four twenty. Nice. Oh shit, dude! Smoking weed, always <laughs> fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's give it a four point two. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. All right, four point two. It is. I'm locking it in. Um, I'll jump in next because Hayden's gonna take us home. Oh, cool. Yeah, this was an interesting one. I've never taken us home before. I, I enjoyed the um. 
the attempt to mix genres to try and do like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah, which you know leans less on the comedy and more on the vampire-y stuff, but it still has a bit. And this goes the other way. I I really don't think it's possible to do a good version of like an American Pie genre mashup because you just get too muddled. You're like, are these guys trying to lose their virginity or hook up with hot Romanian college chicks? Or are they trying to fight vampires and do like sword fights and I don't know, Frankenstein women together and whatever else is going on. I just it's too hard to balance that. I wouldn't attempt it. I think the thing that hurt me the most about this movie was the fact that I've made a zombie comedy movie and I was like, I think all the things I hate about this I hate about my own movie as well. So <laughs> I'm, I'm like learning things lessons way too late. But now that I've seen this, I know that it's just not an experiment to be trifled with much like a Frankenstein monster. <laughs> so I'm going to give it a 2.1 out of 10 on the Declan scale. Whoa. Yeah. Um, I spent so much of this film looking at my phone, wondering when it would be over. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like me on my podcast. <laughs> I was just like, I don't want to play video games. Can this end now so I can play video games? And it didn't end. It did end. It did end though, Hayden, about 90 minutes in. Yeah, it did end. It did end. <laughs> nah, it was. It, I didn't like it. It's a shame because those <laughs> first fifteen minutes had me set up, raring to go. It was the right pace, and I guess you're right, Beck. the 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 pace didn't ever hold up at any point. It was go, 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 go. It's just the going. What was like within those goes was <laughs> not for me. <laughs> Only, I mean, like y- you have a guy like slam his dick in a MacBook. That's I love that. I'm ready. Yeah, let's go. Taylor's oldest time, baby. And then it fell off, which is such a shame. I thought there would be more MacBooks. I thought there'd be more penises getting slammed in them. Nah, it was it was pretty bad. What's your score? I I'll, I'll take it to a three. I'll, I'll give it a three. And that's my final word. <laughs> All right, lock it in. We've done it. We've done another movie. Yay. Congratulations to Beck for making it through, even if you did watch a third of the movie with no sound. <laughs> I, don't, I feel like that makes it tougher. I feel like that's like even harder to do. So, Like it was a challenge, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. <laughs> I also like that you came clean. Uh, you didn't like pretend that you'd not, you know, like you could have come on the podcast and be like, I remember when they said that in the last 15 (laughs) minutes, yeah. No, no, no. I'm so honest about my constant inability to watch movies in a normal fashion (laughs) or access. (laughs) Anything outside of Netflix for me is a nightmare and I need to let people know that they're not alone, okay? Yeah, fair, fair. Do you think this movie could have fit into, like, the pantheon of dude cinema? Oh, yes. For sure. I think like with the number of like jokes about like virginity and dicks and chicks and like tits and stuff. I think Mm -hmm. the only feminine theme in this movie is vampires. Mm -hmm. Uh, Otherwise, it's all mask, baby. And that's, yeah, definitely belongs on our pod. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even mention that like there are quite a few naked female vampires in this, which is yeah. like Tons. really if you're watching a movie like this, you you're counting on that. So they don't let you down in that regard. <laughs> I felt sorry for those actors. <laughs> like we're all like, Just we're for like, anyone oh, I really hope this movie's got vampire tits in it. <laughs> if not, I'm gonna be real disappointed. Naked breasts are so hard to come by these days. You know, I don't know where <laughs> I would find them. 
Yeah. So, so Beck, thank you so much for coming on. And, and uh, also like there, there is homework you have to do beforehand. So thank you for that. Um, what's going on with you at the moment? You're in lockdown, but what kind of shows, uh, obviously the podcasts always happening, but what's going on with you at the moment? Uh, well, thank you so much for having me, guys. Uh, don't even stress about the homework. I'm constantly having to watch <laughs> so many things I don't want to in a week. So really didn't change my life whatsoever. Um, uh, you can find me at Beck Loves Food on Instagram. Is always the best way to contact me and know what I'm up to. Podcast, as we said, latest guy to do it sooner. You don't even hear me say it again. Um, oh, and in a few weeks, I have uh, my hour that I filmed in Melbourne. Uh, that's uh, going to be available for people to watch behind a teeny tiny little paywall. Um, so if you're interested, keep your eyes peeled for that. But otherwise, don't worry about it. Just keep living your life. <laughs> I was going to anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd actually put my life on pause um, until that special was coming out. But yeah, all right, I'll keep living. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for coming. It's been fun. And yeah, congratulations. You, everyone gets a trophy for coming on this show because, you know, there's a lot of podcasts that are just people hanging out and talking about things. And it's like anyone can do that. Exactly. What about putting yourself through absolute hell week <laughs> after week? Yeah, you went through the gauntlet. Uh, the there's a there's a prize at the end of the tunnel. Oh, mate, this podcast was the prize and it was sick. So worth it. <laughs> I think that's what makes me love these shitty movies is the ability like to talk about them afterwards in like a public sphere. I'm like, there's purpose. Yeah. There's reason yeah. for yeah. it. This is better than group therapy. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. you don't have to talk about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, we come here and we share our traumas week after week. Because yeah. in the real world, if you're watching a movie this bad, 15 minutes in you're just like i'm turning this off and i'm turning something else on but we have to stick them out sound or no sound that's true (laughs) and look um just before we finish up declan i know this is a little unorthodox i don't usually do this but i do want to just plug my new podcast it's a solo podcast it's called my struggles with the taliban (laughs) story um you can find that on spotify any kind of wherever you get your podcasts tune in it's just me sort of going through my thoughts and processing what has happened over there recently and <sighs> yeah i think i think there's a lot to be learned there and I'm, I'm i'm really excited to pick up a new listenership and a fan base so please if you can google that wow wow thank you for launching some alternate media i just think the people need to be informed that's all i'm saying <laughs> fuck you dude fuck <laughs>